All right, guys, welcome to the Investor's Guide to Memphis Real Estate. I'm Dean Harris, Douglas Skipworth. How are you, man? Doing great. Douglas is joining us as always. We're bringing you the podcast to give you the boots on the ground information uh, to be successful as a real estate investor here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, our information is below there. If you want to send me a quick email, dean at crushcore.com, I'm happy to help you with anything there. I also help buyers and sellers. Uh, one thing that I'm starting to tell everybody here is that if you're selling or buying anything in the city of Memphis, I'm happy to help you, give you free evaluations on your property, uh, or get you a Crestcore Realty buyer profile set up. So uh, let's jump right into today's topic, build your team. Um, we're getting most of my calls. We, we were talking about this just before we started to record here. Most of my calls, time, efforts, and energies now are focused towards investors that haven't purchased anything yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they are coming into the market pretty quickly and rapidly, which is great. Um, we've got opportunities that are here that, uh, are making sense. A lot of people might say, think, what about the market? What about it's, it's actually going We're uh, sales are down everywhere, but they're not plummeted. No, um, it's better than team, it was last month. Better than it was last month. My team is busy and we are getting better and better deals as the weeks yep. go along. So I've, as if you've listened to this podcast religiously, you've heard me talk about how I think in 2023, we're going to see some some more deals and they're already beginning to get mm-hmm. here. So uh, we thought the last couple of times we we did, Douglas, the do's and the don'ts of for, yes. real estate investing, yeah, yeah. For the first how, how to get into good. it and yeah. things that you should certainly do and things that you should uh, certainly not do. Today is going to be a little bit more um, geared towards building your team. We're going to build a team today. We're going to show you again, some of this is very basic, but if you're new to real estate investing, these are things that you need to go by. I mean, this is, uh, you're, you're going to hear me read, you know, read these things off and go, oh yeah, you should do that. Of course. But I want to put them all down. I want to have a recording of it that way. Uh, we can reference this and go back. When you think of building your team, what's the first thing that pops into your mind as a new real estate investor? First, as as an old investor as well. Yeah. There, it's the very first thing, and we'll talk about this. It'll come up. It'll be a theme. There are no bad teams, only bad coaches. That's true. So we'll <laughs> so we'll talk about that. There are no bad teams, only bad coaches. That's NFL's real important. That's real important. Yeah. So. Uh, what it really talks about, what it really makes me think about as well is the framework that we talk about in, in my mind of deals, financing and management. Mm-hmm. And so of how you, when you're a real estate investor, you got to have deals, you got to have finance, you got to have management. Management to me is everything regarding like now you own the property, you own the property, what are you do? now what? And yeah. so to your point is I think of that framework of like, okay, who do I need on my deal team? Who do I need on my financing team? And who do I need on my boots on the ground team? Yep. And so that's, so Some that's, that's that financing, that's deals, that's an yeah. agent. So how am I going to source property? That's how I'm going to insure it. How am I going to close on it? Am I going to do a rehab? Am I going to do a property management? Just so, anybody and everybody that would have yes. anything to do with your business. Yes. Right. And, you, and it's important to me, a lot of not a lot but a few of my investors kind of do this along the way or they did it along the way I'm, I'm not saying you can't piece it together along the way but in my mind the guys that are the most successful have the majority of this lined up before they make a purchase i'm not saying you got to have yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. lined up but you need to have the a basic structure here of what we're going to go through lined up before slash as you're purchasing your first rental property I don't yes. think you've got yeah. to have your insurance company lined up months in advance, but I think you need to know pretty much the direction you're going to go in. That way, when you get something under contract, 
you know, it's not a, hey, let me go search for this now. It's, ooh, I'm going to use yeah. A or B here. Which one's it going to be? Right. At least pencil stuff in. That's At least have some some references, some referrals, yeah. have somebody that you know is going to fill that in. And I think that the, the, the last preface I would, would say, and you know, I'm, this is my soapbox, you know, where I'm like, Dean, I am tired, yeah. man. I am tired <laughs> yeah. of passive investing. Yeah. It, because there's no such thing as passive investing. There's less active investing <laughs> or more leveraged investing and not leveraged in, the, the t- t- in uh, financing, but leveraged in time and effort. And that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. We're talking about less active, more leveraged, building your team. You're hiring people. You're leveraging other people's team, other people's time to and teams and your 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 team is built on other people's time yes right and you're paying for that and that's what we're talking about you're building your team so that you can have a less active investment yes and that's super important and you're the coach yeah. which again gets back to that what we're going to yeah. talk about a coaches so you are yeah. putting your team together you you choose your team Yes. You pick your team. So this is real estate investing is not passive. There's no such thing as a passive investor. You have to be a coach. Yes. You have to be somewhat active. But if you're a good coach, you get really good players. Manage the manager. You manage the manager. There's a role that you can go and do. But so to me, uh, as you've talked with you being the investor, you probably own your own home. Uh, you've probably got in the car with a real estate agent and driven around and looked at properties. I would assume, hoping that agent's a good agent, the first thing that they're going to have you do is go get pre-approved for a loan. Yes. If you're obtaining a loan. For sure. We need to know what that's going to look like. The same way you do when you're looking at your residential home, the same thing. You need to know what it's going to look like to borrow money for this investment property. The terms of investment deals are not the same as your uh, regular residential home in most cases. They're not the same. So you need to find out what this looks like, interest rate standpoint, payment, how many years you're going to finance it for. There's definitely a bunch of different ways that you can do this, just kind of like you can do your own personal home. But there are a lot of different ways to structure this. A bank, a mortgage company. There's a lot of things that people like. You need to understand the difference between a bank and a mortgage company. A mortgage company is just typing all your info in and then they're yeah. going to hit enter. Yeah. There's a big green light on the screen. You get a loan. If there's a red one, you don't. There's no thought. There's no consideration to your yeah. business really whatsoever. Your bankers and your, um, you know, uh, guys that are smaller local people go in, shake a hand. This is what I'm trying to do. Those are where I tend to advise clients to go to okay. if we can find those uh, when borrowing for investment deals. Now, if you're going to borrow, if you're going to buy a home that's in great shape, that doesn't need a lot of work, and you're just going to put 20% down, your traditional mortgage company can mm-hmm. handle that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if there's any rehab or if there's any kind of kinks in the system or whatever, your local bank is probably going to be where to go. Agree with that? I mean, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hard I, I money would, loan. Hard money lender. We can talk about all those. Yeah, so we can even move it, into that. Are, are you... So the conversations you're having with first timers is get get financing, like it, it, or get your financing lined up. Whatever get, it's going to be. Whatever it's going to be. I think you're. What I'm hearing you say is that you have to have that money lined up. You you if you 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 know de- desire without the dollars, so to speak, <laughs> is going to lead to frustration. Like if you if you 
I can't find deals and then you can't figure out how to finance them. So I, big, this is old school. Big Daddy Kane, he said the, back in the day, the romance without the finance is a damn nuisance. <laughs> so that you got to get your money lined up. And I think that's what you're saying. Yes. Get it on the front end so that then you can go and make offers. We'll get to that confidently. And we're talking cash or credit, right? The ideal is to buy with cash or with a line of credit so that you can make cash offers. And there's different advantages to both. I mean, and and so get it, get it right here. I don't care what we do. You know, like I just think you need to get it situated up front line of credit. I'm going to use this. Correct. A a loan. I've already talked to the banker. We're good to go. I just got to find the right property or whatever it may be. How are you going to pay for the purchase? That's why I talk about it as like a big, that to me is of of the stool, the three legged stool financing is number one. Yeah. You know, deals, financing and management. Like, because none of this, none of this, the rest of this we're going to go over. You can look at deals all day long, but if you don't none. have money to pay for it, what are you going to do? That's why I started off with the, the my first word on here is banking. Yes. I mean, you've got to begin there. Yeah. How are you going to pay for the deal? Yeah. I mean, you're going to send them great deals. Yeah. And how are they going to pay for it? And I think that's your point. You can use a bank. You can use a traditional mortgage. You can use private money. You can use hard money. You can use owner financing. Yeah. You could potentially use a national lender. There are a lot of different ways to finance property. And we spoke about this in our previous yeah. podcast here about hard money and, and uh, private money. We, yes. Yeah. You know, we've, how to finance a deal. We just did one of those. Love to, ago, so. We can talk about that all along. Have tons of experience doing it always, doing it the right way, doing it wrong way. Have seen the, the good and bad. The pros and cons of all of them. Yeah. The pros and cons of all of them. So yes, get your financing lined up. You can't build your financing team. I've already got my financing, Dean. Okay. I'm ready to go. I'm, um, or Douglas, I'm ready to go. I've got uh, my banker I've talked to. I'm approved for X amount. Now what do I got to find? Deals. How are you going to look at what are the opportunities? Like you've got the money. You got to find something to make an offer on. So this is where um, in the past I have, I have stayed very general and I have said, okay. hey, go find your agent. We're, we're shifting a little bit of this because of some of the attention the podcast has got. I, I believe um, I'm your guy for this scenario. We yes. source a ton of property in Memphis, Tennessee and the surrounding areas. Uh, we are constantly digging, grinding, talking to wholesalers, insurance companies, bankers, whoever yeah. might have a property come up. Yep. It's one of the things that separates me from my competition, I believe, is that since we've started this and working here in 2012, wholesalers have been a massive part of our business. Now, yes. uh, part of my business running through the brokerage, I am able to talk to these guys, decipher what's good, what's bad. Um, I don't ever want to uh, make it come across like I'm down on a certain, um, industry, but sometimes when you deal with wholesalers, because there is no governing body over them, you can be misled, um, really easy. And they don't have a license. They don't have a code of ethics, which separates them from real estate agents and even more so from realtors. Yes. We talk about that. Every wholesaler is not bad. Every wholesaler does not run a poor business. Mm -mm. Um, but a lot do. And, that is kind of what I'm here for to kind of clean clean that up before it's presented to you. Yeah. Um, I do know some investors that go directly to wholesalers and it never fails. Not every time, but it never fails. They usually buy something that they didn't think they were buying. Way more rehab, weren't told enough about it. Wholesalers, um, wholesalers are 
merchants. They're they're in it for themselves in the sense of they're representing themselves, right? A real estate agent is representing a buyer or a seller. And your duty as the agent is, the fiduciary duty is to the customer client in that relationship. That's the wholesaler's duty is to themselves. And an agent's duty is to their client they're representing. So it is a big difference, which I appreciate you making that distinguishment. When you're looking for deals, you need to have a a trusted source for deals, I think is what you're saying. Yeah, and I I might not be everybody's, but that is the point. You need to go to a trusted source. You need to go to a trusted source. And that trusted source, to me, when we're going to talk a lot about this, when you're talking about trusted sources, I think of three things. I think of character, I think of competence, and I think of chemistry. So it's like, hey, is this person integrity have integrity? Yep. Are they trustworthy? Are they truthful? Do yep. they have the kind of character that I want to deal with? Are they competent? Do they have the experience? Do they deal with investment properties? Yep. Do they deal with residential properties? Do, do they, they deal own with commercial? Any- do they own property? Let's talk about that. And then chemistry is like, hey, do I click with them? Does their work style and my work style mesh and job? And can we can we do business together? Yes. It's there. There. It's easy to if you think in that that little framework there to assess people, especially if you look at the competence. Yeah. Look at how many properties, like you mentioned, how many properties does the, that agent own? Yeah. How long have they been an owner? Do they flip properties? Do they do buy and hold properties? Because those agents are there. I'm one of them, but there are other agents that have. That's what my big. What's your? I want to. I'm not trying to interrupt, but I no, want no, to stop is, right yes, there and tell you. This like, is what people I can't tell you how important that is. And the only way I'm telling you how important that is, is from personal experience. In 2015, from 12 to 15, I sold this product not owning any. Right. I was honest. I was forthcoming. I, I knew the city because of my experience. I'd already been in the business 12 years. Yeah. So I knew the city and I knew everything about it, but I didn't own any. And, and at that during that time frame, I was selling them and selling a good amount of them and, and doing good work for clients. They were turning them around. But when I began to buy them in 15, my conversations shortly after there began to change. Sure. The dialogue between myself and the investor began to change. There became way more of a partnership buddy system uh, that that began to click. So when you talk, the, your last one yeah. was, uh, what was your last uh, characteristic? How you click with the investor? Yeah, the chemistry. How, the chemistry, how you, how how you, you click. How you click, th- that began to really pop. Because you can have a you can have an intelligent yeah. conversation about like, hey, I've used financing, I've used hard money, I've used owner financing. Hey, I look at deals in this neighborhood. Oh, I owned in this neighborhood. Oh, I used to, man, I got burned doing the yeah. rehab. You know, I bought owner occupied. Yeah. Excuse me, I bought occupied properties. Yes. I mean, on and on and on. Your experience, you're able to transfer that experience to people. And what we really mean by experience is failures. Sure. I mean, I can give you yeah. some successes, but yeah. hell, everybody knows what successes are. I'm talking about how we failed and yes. I'm not afraid to tell you that I mean, uh, you know, after the show, I'd be curious to see who will message me about this, but message me about 39, 34 battlefield drive. Yeah. You yeah. If, that, I, if I remember, it's like good decisions come from experience and experience comes from bad decisions. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you've got a bunch, you and I both have a lot of experience. Oh man. I.e. bad decisions. So I've made some bad, yeah. I mean, just rookie mistakes that I didn't lean on everybody and all that, but yeah, I'll, I'll be yeah. curious to see if anyone messages me about this 39, please. 34 battlefield. I'll be happy to tell you how I failed was my first yeah. one. Please, please message, yeah. please comment and please send more questions. Yes. I'm happy. Absolutely. To, yeah. That's one thing, a great thing to bring up. All right. Yeah. So we've yeah. talked to property source. We've got agents, wholesalers, auction sites, Craigslist, Facebook. I mean, 
some of those are very risque. Uh, sure. you know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Some of that is going to lead to trouble. Yeah. This is why the trusted agent person on the ground is important to me. It's like having a tour guide. I even tell some clients this and this, you know, some other might shoot myself in the foot, but you can, buy, I, I don't sign buyer's agency agreements. Okay. I don't. No, you let them work with whoever they want to work with. I sign it on every deal because the Tennessee Real Estate Commission requires us on 123 Main Street to sign yes. an agreement that says I can represent you. At the very bottom of it, I say this only applies to 123 one, Main Street. Correct. So I have to do that legally. But as I'm searching for you, I do not require mm -mm. buyer agency agreements that lock you into only receiving deals from me. So as I can feel like I can prove it to you that, you know, what I'm providing to you is worth sticking with us. Yes. Right. So beware of those types of things. Beware of being pigeonholed. Beware of, yeah. you know, somebody trying to control what they're doing with you. That's my only other kind of um, question I would ask other agents specifically outside of, do you own any rental property yourself? So yeah, I don't want to sign a buyer's agency agreement and do you own property. I'd start with that. If you like what you hear there, keep going. Yep. That's my advice. Good with, with yeah, that. I love it. Um, next thing you're going to have to do, you've got your lending You've already secured that. You now have a property you found and bought and we closed on it. Property management. That's a big, mm -hmm. big, big thing. You're going to have to have a property manager mm -hmm. to do this or to help you facilitate this if you're going to grow. Yeah. Can you manage one? Yeah. You can. It's depending. Drive locally, hard. Locally, okay. Uh, remotely, even more difficult. Yeah, the, the tedious things that are going to be required to manage a property yeah. are going to drive you crazy. Sure. So you're going to need to find the right management. It, it, I'll tell you one thing. It's a lot less passive, <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're self-managing because um, it, it, you're not leveraging other people's time. No. When, we, when, when I'm talking to manage or to, to clients and they ask about management, what are some of the three things? Like what are the most popular questions – you would get, I know you don't get these now, but yeah. we as a company will get about property management. What's the first three questions or two questions, you know, whatever, whatever somebody's coming to ask you first, what do they typically You need ask to first? ask them, you need to ask, if you're going to a property manager, you need to ask, you know, what type of properties they manage, mm -hmm. what locations do they manage? What rent range do they manage in? That's huge. So that you can see if what you are potentially giving them to manage is in their wheelhouse. Yep. That's what you want. You want it to be like on the dartboard. You want it to be in the bullseye or right around the bullseye. You don't want it to be an outlier like, hey, this is house is off the beaten path or it's really big or really Too small far away. or it's a multifamily that they don't manage or a small commercial. So you want to you want it to be right in their wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Something that they deal with all day every day. Um, yes. So there's one I've asked those, those questions, you know, what do you, where do you manage? What do you do? Uh, construction. Some of them have rehab yeah, crews. Gotcha, cool. Yeah, that's you right. Know, if that's you right. want to ask some of those questions there. All right. Yeah. So now you're managing it. We can cut some of these will go a little quicker, but title companies, this is huge in Memphis. And now, do oh. you have anything else to add on property management before we go? Again, I would go with the the, the, the three C's. You know, I would look at the look at their character, look at the competence they have, look at the chemistry. There are yeah. different property managers out there. Yeah. Find the one who who is trustworthy. Find the one who's got provides the services you want. But then find the one that clicks with you. There there are lots of property management yeah. companies in town, just like. Next, there yeah. are lots of title companies in town, yeah. lots of closing agents, lots of real estate attorneys. On the title company thing, I will talk about this for a second because we do, um, because we have so much yes. wholesaling business in Memphis, 
we have title companies that uh, pop up and even some that have been here for a while that uh, are very sleazy. I'll, I'll say it. It is the oh, truth. I'm not afraid because yeah. it gets back to that. It's the first thing you look at is character. Are, these people have character. No, no, they want their seven hundred dollars to close the deal, and no matter what, and they and they just push there, it through. Uh, so you got to look at character and confidence and chemistry, but you got to look at that because you're gonna. There, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot out there. There and, are some. And, there are some title companies that are pretty slick. I love the slick. word slick. They're, They're slick. Maybe oily. that's a better. I mean, yes, it's oily at best. I mean, oh, we, we deal with that all the time, man. and on the card money lending side, with oh, they missed that. Oh, that. They missed this. Careless, oh, didn't really sloppy careless work. Because they're looking the other way to get some things done, which shouldn't want. Anyway, yes, we, we can go on to that. No, that's, that's exactly right. They're yes. looking the other way so they can get something else done. And if it popped up later, they, there's a gray area there for them to say, well, we weren't aware. Or we didn't. So anyway, I, I, it's you very, you got to deal important. with high integrity, thorough high integrity. Mm-hmm. people who do a great job on that. We have two companies that we close yeah. with. Uh, Will Griffin, Griffin, Clift, Clift Everton, Everton Mashmire, yep. and we've got local title with yep. April McDowell. Either one of these companies, super high character, um, very good with closing investment deals. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend them, even if you're not using me and you find someone else, those two companies are very good. Uh, yeah. I do not get the sloppy um, No, work. they don't miss stuff. No, and, and, no. and with them... You get again when you're looking at the, the kind of the competence and you're thinking about experience. You know, they're they're owner occupant residential deals. Those have kind of dried up a little bit now. Yeah. Mortgage refinancing, all of that on your home owner occupied properties. Then there are commercial properties. Yeah. These are the real estate transactions, and then there are investment property transactions. Yeah. So that's what you're talking about. Find somebody who spends a majority, a bulk to majority of their time in investment properties. Yep. So yes. it, from a closing attorney. And again, that to me, I'd probably in, in my mind, I'm like, okay, that, that in my little net framework goes under deals because when you're, when you get your financing and you get your deal, this is, you use them primarily to close the deal. Yes. You're primarily. not necessarily going back to them time and time again. If you had a title issue, maybe you go back to them someday, but for the most part, it's to close the deal. And that's but it. you put them on your team. Yes. Because the recording, once, you close, every, the, once yeah. you close this deal, you're going to close another More. deal. And so another you need deal, to build deal. that relationship, yep. uh, have things recorded properly. And they go just, hand in wild. glove and work very closely with your property source, i.e. your agent. Oh, yeah. Your agent and your title company will yes. work very close together with through a transaction coordinator. And it'll yeah. be very, very seamless, but very important. The next one is contractors. Um, yes, I don't think you can do anything without a good, good contractor contractors. We have a good team here at Crestcore. We have a good team that we refer out. Yep, there's, yep. there's several different, um, people I can refer you to from a contractor standpoint that will do a good job for you. Um, this has been something Douglas that has been a crutch or a Achilles heel for, a lot of investors over oh, the years. Oh, for sure. Um, the yeah. mom and pop construction companies are typically the ones that are going to let you down. And let me give you this scenario. I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm well, right we just did this man. for so long I, that it's I, happened to all of us. I've yeah. been looking for contractors for years. We, we've got two good teams now that I can refer. But yeah. the biggest thing was the mom and the pop, they're always good up front. Every time. They're usually good on the first house right? Mm. They're usually good on the second house, right? 
But as you're beginning to grow and build confidence in them, they're doing their other business and their other work too. I know this so well because this has <laughs> happened to me, I swear, 20 times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, You give them one job, great. Give them two jobs, great. Give them the third one, little hiccup or two, but you look past it yeah. because the first two went yeah. well. Then all of a sudden you get a little bit, another layer of confidence and you buy a two house package, right? And we need some work done and mom and pop shop is going to do this work while they're doing some other things. Well, this is going to be, very, this is when this, the relationship is going to deteriorate. I'm telling you, cause I've, like I just said, I've been through this 20 times. They begun, they begin to become overloaded. Yes. They start robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yes. Um, all of a sudden, they slow way down. Then there's a week or two with no yeah. work done. That means their money's dried up. Your money's dried up. They're going to come back to you shortly for another draw. You're going to get down to the end, and all of a sudden, they're going to tell you, oh, man, this is going to cost a little more than what we thought. Maybe it did, or maybe there was mismanagement of that throughout the process. I've run into that so many times that – it, it almost gives me shakes yeah. and quivers to think about it. We have found two good teams now that we can refer and work with yeah. um, to eliminate this problem. This is the biggest issue, the yeah. biggest over any of this. Yeah. Construction. Yeah. Yeah. So that is going to be something that you need to think about, work on, talk about how yeah. to manage that from afar. And uh, I can get on the phone with you that and discuss that and figure out how to do that. That is the biggest. Cool. Over yeah. the years. And, 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 and you're super experienced with that. And like you said, you can guide, you can mentor, yeah. you can coach people through that. Yeah. And again, just to beat that, 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 that drum or dead horse again, but look for somebody who's licensed. Mm -hmm. Look for some, this is not a side hustle. Look for yeah. somebody, this is their job. Make sure they're doing investment properties, you know, not residential rehabs or higher end stuff. This that's is, the wrong guy. That's the, that's wrong, the crew. wrong person. They're good at what they do. They're going to show you beautiful pictures. Yeah. It's not but the right not, crew this for, your is rental for a rental property. So there's somebody for you. Yeah. Uh, we got some, like you said, there are a few others out there that I've seen. So who do good work, but. There are a lot who don't, and there are a lot who cheat you. There are a lot who steal from you. Yeah. There are a lot who leave you high and dry. And there, that is the first thing that will, that will get as far as doing a, that will get a person, a person, a first time investor to a, to a used to be investor quicker, Fast. the, the fastest of anything would happen. I can attest to this a lot. The, and when I say mom and pop, kind of what I mean by that is if the guy's there and he meets you at the property to give you the rehab bid. And he's there swinging a hammer and then he's sending you the invoice and he's doing everything he mm. or she as an individual is going to fail. They're just overloaded and they're again, they're not leveraging their teams and time. They're no. not building their team. No. Site managers on site. Yep. Project manager overseas and then company owner over that. Yep. Any, you need to find a company structure with that in order to succeed. Yeah. All right. We've yeah. beat that up. Contractors mm -hmm. are good. Insurance companies. We can, th this is light, but you definitely need to have an insurance company. You need to have a company that's used to dealing with investment deals yes. Um, yes. or has an investment department. We yep. have yep. Uh, Insight Risk Management is a company that we've used yeah. for forever. Yeah. They're great. They have an umbrella policy over all of my uh, properties Same. and they're, they're good to work with. So yeah. we've, there's another one, a state farm guy I can refer. So yeah. I don't, yeah. we don't. Park, I, we've got a lot of 
Uh, there's several we there's can, seven. and again, it's like all of them. You got to find, you know, a, a assess these people to get get somebody who is competent, who deals with this, does this all day, every day. But then find somebody you click with. I mean, it, it doesn't have to. Yeah. Everybody have to use the exact same team. No. You know. No, no, no. I'm not. That, that, that's, I'm glad you said that. I'm not sitting here saying build a team of whoever I'm using. No, I'm just saying no. build a team. I can all give right. you all the referral like that. A lot of people yeah. ask me that, like. We're a turnkey provider and you have to use everything. No. You have to use nothing. You don't use me. This is a open source of information. I can, I'll give you everybody that I'm using in my business and um, I'll get into specifics about my portfolio and size and all that on the phone. So I don't, I don't mind sharing that information with individuals either. So all of them I use and refer to you, uh, you don't have to use any of them, but it's a great, great kind of baseline starting line to at least, you know, I'm comfortable referring them and I use them in my business. Yeah. Right. And I think kind of where, where we started is like what I mean by there are no bad teams, only bad coaches. That means as the investor, I am responsible. Yep. I can't blame it on, oh, I had a bad property manager. Yeah. Oh, I chose the wrong con contractor. Yeah. Oh, my property source agent or whoever is not sending me any deals. No, you're the coach. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's your name on the property. Yeah. It's your business. This is your um, you know, livelihood maybe in some cases, or this is your yes. retirement in some cases, yes. or whatever it may be. It, this is yours, an individual. Now, do people let you down along the way? Of course they do. But shame on you for either sticking with it or not working with them to correct your mistake. Correct. Yeah, that and that that's right. And you it is on you yeah. as the coach, as the owner, as yeah. the investor to build your team. And you pick your team. Yeah. Like you get to choose who you want. So with <laughs> this is not right. you're stuck with it. If you don't like somebody or they yeah. don't work well for you, move, move them out, move somebody else in because you're the coach. There are no bad teams. That was my I don't reason. believe that. I don't either. And that was there my reason bad of saying coaches. you don't have to use it. Like, no. You build your team, right? You will help them. I will assist will and do whatever I can, but ultimately it's your choice because you might not jive with every person that's on my list and that's fine. It doesn't matter. The point to me is to tell you to be prepared. I'm telling you how to be prepared in, in a whole, not which companies to use or which not to use. I just want you to make sure that it, when you're running your business and you're beginning to build a sizable portfolio here, you've got the right partners. Because I'm here to tell you, it doesn't work without the right partners. No, that's Period. right. That's right. That's right. And you can't tuck tail and say, it was my contractor's fault. It was my property. And you have to look in the mirror and say, it was my fault. I got to build a better team. I got to improve this. I yeah. got to make this work, which again, kind of takes us to me back to this is not passive. No, it is less active. Yes. It's more leveraged, but you have to manage your business. Even turnkey properties, you've got to manage them. Even stock market portfolio, you even a bond portfolio, even a CD in a bank, you have to go, hmm, I'm getting 3% on a CD and inflation's 8%. Am I really a good money manager? <laughs> you, so you have to assess you are the one responsible. So that that is the encouragement that, hey, we're here to help, though. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there are people here to help yeah. navigate this and make it, make it successful. We've built the last three podcast around first time yeah. investors. Uh, next time we might take a break from it, but I'm not, this isn't, I'm going to stick with this for a while. Um, I believe the new crop of investors coming in, that uh, they appreciate this information. They value it. Um, my seasoned investors, you can, you know, call me directly if there's something else that's a little bit more um, complex. So building your team, I, you know, I, I, 
I'm glad we did this one. Yeah. I, I think it's very basic stuff, but I mean, I, I do think it's good information to know that if you're a new investor and you've got a call scheduled with me coming up, this is going to be one of the first things I'm going to send you to. I'm going to Great. you know, send you some other videos to help you get sped up. But these are some things I'm going to send to you right off the bat. If you have questions about this topic or anything, do you have anything else to add? here? No. And I would just say again to the experienced investor as well, like you never, you have to be reminded that there are no bad teams, only bad coaches. Like every experienced investor has to believe that because when you start blaming your team, you 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 you're going back to being a rookie. Like that's an that's a that's a beginner mistake to blame the team the and New not York to blame Giants, yourselves. The New York Giants were four and twelve last year, four and thirteen. And they changed coaches and they're twelve and four in the final four in the playoffs. So. Oh, but they switched out all the players. Yeah, no, they didn't. Exactly. So yeah, that's kind of the that, that's a little bit of yeah, build your team. Build your I, team. I believe it's it's as important as anything you do. I one hundred percent agree. If not with the that. most important. Yeah. Thanks for uh, yeah, your time today. Appreciate episode. it, guys. If you have any questions, Dean at CrestCore.com. I'm happy to hop on a call, answer any questions. I can send you this list. That's another thing that we're kind of going to start doing. If you want me to send you kind of this list or yeah. some of our vendor partners, shoot me an email outside of here. I'll be happy to do that. Cool. Good. All yeah, right. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next Bye. time.